Yeah, so I have found the ultimate way to crash a wedding. Yeah. Is I just basically I show up and I walk around with a clipboard. Okay. It's genius. Because right. if you try to pretend you're on one side or the other, yeah. eventually they start to sniff you out. But like if you just walk around a yeah. busy spring house wedding and you have a clipboard yeah. and you just kind of look around. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Uh, it, get an earpiece, too. If you get one of those little earpiece oh, things, little, like a Bluetooth. Maybe a little cuff mic? Yeah, something like, like a, a secret CIA? service. Yeah, like a t- and, and walk around uh, with a clipboard and also maybe like uh, just carry a veil, like your, like a spare veil, like it's the bride's and she asks you to hold it or something. And then, oh. then people will be like... But if you look, like, like you could walk around with an instrument. Right, I do that all the time. And now I got the great idea: clown costume for crashing big boom. Birthday there bashes. it is. Boom. Nobody oh. questions a clown. Wait a minute, we're rolling. Oh well, let's roll. Well, I'm Rich. And I'm Mark, and we are two, two guys, guys on, on Block, Block Island. All right, listeners, welcome back to another episode uh, today. We have a really fun guest. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, this guest I got to know many years ago for the first time uh, at the Spring House when I was uh, DJing weddings up there. Uh, at the time, I think she was a server maybe and just kind of like, you know, down. But, but over the years, she has worked her, her way up and she now at the Spring House holds the title of Supreme Chancellor <laughs> with unlimited authority for all event purposes that is the <laughs> director director supreme chancellor of luke skywalker events. no you know who it is, who is it's it? our friend tanya breton hello hi tanya hi how's it going amazing I'm, how's that for a title the, i does approve. that work yes i'm Before, gonna get the business cards going right away do it do it and uh, that's the last name we're going with breton right <laughs> yeah yes okay okay yes. Well, you, all right well we'll talk about we'll talk that. about yeah, re- recently the, yeah. fairly recently married. right Right. At least to those of us who've been married I love it when a years. guest uh, shows up who doesn't know her last name and doesn't really know what her job is either. That's always yeah. a good way What's to start What's your title things. up there? Uh, pretty much, I don't know. it's just me. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, yeah. You know, I just you, do you got, things. Yeah. You know, walk around with a clipboard. That's, exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a smart way to crash a wedding? No, you're so right. That is Because nobody questions a guy with a clipboard. <laughs> nope. Correct. Yeah. Nobody knows who I am. I lose my clipboard several times and, throughout a wedding, yeah. and they're like, who is that? They try to throw right. you out. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm one of the drunk bridesmaids. Hey! You just, you just threw out the event coordinator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, Larry's like, sorry, oh. dude. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I didn't know her, I man. I know. Yeah. Uh, she was eating a shrimp. She was eating... Yeah. Always. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tanya, the first question we ask all of our guests, and I, I should mention, Tanya was kind enough to, to bring gifts. We are uh, enjoying a fine... Oh. What is this? A, a a uh, Cabernet, or is this like it's a cab? A Portuguese, what is actually. Portuguese you know, I thought wine? I'd really mix it? it up today. What is it? Could not tell you. It's good. Did uh, you steal this from the bar at the Spring House? I did wine. not. No, you didn't. And we're For drinking them. Purposes. We are drinking them out of <laughs> our it. Eben Horton Glass Factory. Yeah, glassware, which is very so. Thanks, of course, for bringing this. Anyway, I got got those wine glasses for my wife for a Christmas present. Well, they are coming in from the glass station. You've been in the glass station. I haven't been. No, it's a good good stop. Evan, who does the glass float project on the island, he has his own glass studio, Mm. and he makes oh so many amazing things. Yeah, I'd love to go there. I've ordered some things online. Yeah, uh-huh. haven't been myself. It's a cool show. Good. Yeah, if you're on the mainland, check it out. Yeah. You, anyway, you just tell Evan you know us. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But don't tell him to the end in case he might just throw you out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so the first question we ask all of our guests here on the cast is, uh, "What's your relationship to Block, Block Island? How? When was the first time you came here? Um, you know, what uh, did you fall in love with it right away? Did you know about it from when you were a kid? Where are you from? All that kind of stuff. So, 
Sure. Right. Um, so my grandparents have actually had a house out here since the early 80s. Um, they have the little mm-hmm. octagon house by Andy's Way. Um, oh. Yeah. That's yeah. your grandparents' house. That's my grandparents'. Was that a Captain Nick construction? Because Captain Nick was building those back <laughs> in the day. I don't know. Huh. He built not... the geodesic dome ones, I think. I don't know Geod- if he built the octagon one. Though. I don't know. Yeah, I've since found out there are several octagon houses on this island. Which yeah, there's is- a few. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so that your grandparents got that in the 80s? Yes, early 80s. Um, And then my grandfather also had a boat at the hog pen for a long time, my oh. whole life. So I came out, I never really spent summers on the island um, until I was older, but always like weekends throughout the summer, like since I was a baby um, throughout. So I'd always come out here, um, but it wasn't until college my dad kind of suggested that I should... Um, get a job out here and spend the summer okay. make some money so that was 2011 was my first and where was home here. base for you where were you connecticut western connecticut okay um southbury yep and um so i came out then and started right away at Springhouse as a host and worked at kimberly's also um and that was really you know as the annoying kid who had housing so i was probably here for like <laughs> july and you know called yeah. in the summer or something but like you that. had housing but i had housing yeah, so i could do huge. really yeah whatever you know you can sneak i can only right work three job. weeks this summer but you have a place to live yeah you're in you're exactly and we yeah. yep still do the same thing and, at spring house and hosting to me is the front of the house dishwasher it's like the the challenging job for the least you know you're watching these servers making two three four hundred and you're just getting your hourly wage but dealing with all of the headaches yeah you know if i have to help out anywhere now in the restaurant hosting is like bottom of what i want to do it's you are like orchestrating you know if you seat too many people at once the kitchen's mad and but people are looking they're like there's an empty table right there and i'm like you don't get it and, and it's like too hang much. on let it me is... go get the head chef and have him yeah. oh yeah we, we you know, but can yeah. we push those two tables you know i've told <laughs> no. mark or i may have even sound the podcast my my go so i used to have to fill in i i didn't my thing was i would never bartend in my restaurant i couldn't do that but i could i could handle the host thing but man i just got to a point where i would just politely smile and repeat myself let's be 25 minutes what about those two tables there? That'll be about 25 minutes. <laughs> right. But those people look like they're almost done over there. It's going to be about 25 minutes. And yeah. then finally they look at you and go, let me guess. It's going to be about 25 minutes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll be back. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. You got it. Yeah. You got it. But yeah, you can bring down the kitchen. The, the yes. hostess can crush Flat the seat the restaurant and then you can never really come out of it. That was my famous favorite line to the host. Like, Excuse me. Can you just walk slower? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not a marathon. Come in the kitchen, visit us real quick, then go back to the people at the door and seat them and then tell the next people, you know, I said, you got to pace it. Did you just call it flat seating? Yeah. I feel like flat seat the whole restaurant is just like, bam. That's a term. Flat seat. Ah, Maybe I made it up. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. Own it. It's good. Thank you. Thank you. We make up a lot of words (laughs) here. Yeah. Flat seating. Flat seating. Don't flat seat. Don't me. flat seat the restaurant. Okay. Such a Great. flat seater. Don't worry. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a lot of uh, next, service industry stories on this one. Next Beautiful. t-shirt. Flat seater. Flat seater. Flat yeah. seater. Yeah. I like that. I like so uh, <laughs> uh, and and so the, so the hosting went well enough, and you moved. You lived in the housing at the Spring House. No, oh, no, no. Sorry, you had your grandparents. Right? Correct. Yeah. So you started working at the. So the Spring House is the only place you've worked. Although you said you worked at Kimberly's part time yeah well. that one that first summer i would like host lunch at spring house and then at night be at kimberly's yeah. food running busing kind of just 
a little bit whatever. of everything. Yeah, which was great. But Springhouse so. has always been the main the main gig. Yeah. So yeah. then I took a break. I didn't come out here in 2012 that summer. And then 2013, I came out to serve um, and just went right to Springhouse. And that was really the start of a lot of things. That's when I met Brian and things just kind of... And Brian is... Brian is my now husband. When did you get married? Um, just in November 2022. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, just before our ninth anniversary. So we've been together a bit. Oh, a yeah. Long, long engagement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan of the long engagement. I did one of those myself. Yeah. Love yeah. It. Well, I mean, eventually it it's just like Do you throw <sighs> you throw the but been together on the end of a lot of when people say how how long has it been married? Yeah. Oh, just a year and a half but together for like an eternity. That's yeah, I yeah. think I yes, <laughs> yeah. naturally I'm tacking on that extra like yeah. wait. Well, because you got to prove that you did your time. Exactly. Exactly. You, exactly. you know, you say you've been married a year, people are like, "Oh, you haven't seen anything yet." And you're like, but been together nine. Yeah. Right. Live together eight. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm always the same. I'm like, well, people, how long have you been married? Uh, seven, eight years, but been together 16. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, but the other thing I would like to throw out is that since we're all island or, you know, island dwelling people, um, and who met our significant others here and have, we're all on island time. So we're all familiar with the concept of just things taking longer than they should. That's very true. That's yeah. my defense. Yes. That's why, you know, when people give me the hairy eyeball, like, ooh, what are you, a commitment phobe? I'm I, like, well, yeah. But besides that, I live on an island. I brought my, I brought my wife here. Oh, that's I used, right. You I use the island as a seduction yeah. tool. Smart. So Brian, Straight up. Yeah. So Brian, it's a good one. It's a great one. They're so distracted with the beauty of Block Island yeah. that they forget how unattractive <laughs> I am. Yeah. And it was instant. It was love at first sight. And then eventually she liked me too. That's always a yeah, plus. That's kind of how I see it. When, it's good. I'm yeah. still like trying to figure out if my wife thinks I'm attractive. She does. She tells me that's that a, a lot when okay. we text. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. a weird thing to text me, but. Thanks. Late at night. Like, Put a good word did, in for Did Mark me. get there safe? I'm yeah. like, yeah, he's so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> so but speaking of attractive, your husband, Brian Hebert. Yes. Works at the Spring House. You guys met very early on in your tenure there. Yes. And what was he doing at the time? So he was sous chef um, in 2013, and I was a server. Um, and then by the end of that season, it was actually, it was his best friend was the head chef, and he was who had brought Brian out was to the Tom? island. No, that no, was, was that? Mike Screlly. Oh, right, Screlly. Yes. Oh, Miss see? him. Yeah, he's We used to have best. dinner parties in the Corona Suite downstairs. Oh, there. I knew the Corona Suite was oh, going to come up. <laughs> we'll get, let's save the Corona we'll Suite. We'll get there, we'll get Whoa. there. Um, yeah, so then, and then Mike had decided to kind of move on after that 2013 season. So Brian took over as head chef 2014. Right. Um, and has had that position since. Yep. And how, uh, so, so wow, that worked out well for you. You get in and now what was Brian's courtship ritual? What, what was it? How did you know there was a vibe there with, was he like sneaking you fried shrimp on the side, <laughs> like in the kitchen? Like what was the. Or shots of tequila. Or sh- or, that works yeah. too. Um, you know. <laughs> so we didn't actually start dating until after the season ended, which is. Interesting. At least that's what you told everyone. Uh, yeah. You know, you know. Yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's how yeah. things go mm-hmm. sure. on Block Island. But uh, well, so uh, realistically, yeah. how many hours a week does he put into work? Yeah. You know, insane. 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 So how would you have time to date anyone? Exactly. You know, I, yeah. You can't even ends. meet anyone outside of work. So it's like, ah, uh, she'll do. <laughs> yeah. that was it, that was it. He'll do. Yeah, I think yeah. it's more the other way around no offense Brian <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll do alright he's a hard worker right he cooks yeah he I mean. cooks he's a hard worker good enough for me but I mean he he is a hard worker because the, the spring house I'm gonna go ahead and say it's the largest operation in terms of food production on the island I think I would say I think one of the so. top two or three anyways it's, between the weddings and the 
you know, dinners yeah. and, and lunch. And so and, many, just the spring house itself, you know, so many different peak season dining areas. There's people everywhere eating, even out onto the lawn. There's right. tapas. There's people everywhere. And they're all ordering food. Yep. And then we added the barn on several years ago, too, which has been great. So he kind of oversees, well, he does oversee both of those. Right. So. It's it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. crazy. Definitely. Yeah. And the quality and of, of not only the food, but the service as well is always, I mean, it's just, it's one of my favorite, no, no secret, right? It's definitely. And do you, oh God, time flies. I mean, do you remember when, I feel like Frank was trying to invent what the spring house would be. And he tried like nightclub called Shabooms. Do you remember that? Or is that before your time, Mark? That's before my time. So it was like a 50s nightclub. Okay. Called Shabooms. And then they would do, I'll never forget in, what's the parlor called? With the Victoria's Parlor. Victoria's Parlor had a stage and they had um, psychics or uh, hypnotists would come out. Like one, that one really. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think he was trying to, he was, you know, he had bought this property on Block Island. Yeah. It took a little, but then when he finally, I think he found the niche. Yeah. Well, I think he, you know, landed on Martini Night for, and then Martini Mm -hmm. Night became the thing for a number of years. It was. It was my first. So I used to do. I used to help fundraisers that would be held there. Like um, they used to do a big pasta dinner for the early learning center, uh-huh. and I would wear roller skates because it was so big, <laughs> and I was the chef. So I would come out. I'd whip a, a lap around the dining room. My roller skates no, and then back and out. Of here. Oh yeah, we have to bring that back. The big hallways back there. I mean, <laughs> we'll do from that, that for weddings. From the back pantry to the doors to the kitchen. That's like that's a long. Is there still a ramp up? Do you go up the ramp past yeah. the ice machine? Oh, whatever. That's how it was. And, yeah. But I just remember being in awe that you know, in my entire culinary career, I'd never been in like a big old hotel kitchen, and it was big. Yeah, it was big. That yeah. was one of my questions too. I had for you is like how how challenging is it though to be a server there because of the distance from the kitchen? I mean, it's like and again, all the areas. It's probably one of the tougher, more physically demanding waiting gigs on the island. I think it's a lot of definitely like floor to cover. We do they kind of separate. When I first started, there were two different restaurants actually: bistro and dining room. And dining room was in the dining room and on that back patio, um, and was more formal. And then Bistro was like the parlor and the right. veranda, quick turn and burn. And I was always a server on Bistro. I just liked the quick, right. you know. Get like, them in, get them out. Exactly. Go, go, go. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, but still, even from the veranda to the kitchen is like not that close. So it's definitely a lot of running around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sorry. No, it's great. No, that's what I was asking. Um, so when you you've kind of watched the entire development of what Frank Jr. has done uh, since he kind of slowly took over the reins and added all the different areas like the back patio with the tent that wasn't the way it was for a long time it was just a slab stone there was no you know uh, tent over it so that was added I think probably in the time since you were there yeah definitely because I think when I first started I honestly can't remember. It might have been completely uncovered. And at a certain point, it was half covered. Right. And then now it's fully covered. And thank goodness that's like, you know, huge for the weddings. Sure. Um, That's we can accommodate, you know, 180 people back there. Uh, So that really helps because the dining room is much smaller inside and people just love being out there. And I see pictures now from back there when it had no covering and you're just baking in the sun. So it's great. It makes us more, you know, we can handle more weather situations and all of that as well. Uh, and, and what, at what point, cause you always, I'm assuming you worked the weddings as a server 
when they were happening. But what point did you start? Because Danielle, our friend Danielle, yes. was the wedding coordinator, events coordinator there, and she moved on. And is that when you took over, when Danielle, or was there maybe some? There uh, were actually two um, great ladies in between. Um, when Danielle, our friend, left, um, then Bethany took over for one season, then Brittany was here. Um, right. Brittany Cardinal was yep. in charge for a couple of seasons. Um, and I, at that point, I was kind of, I was still serving and I hit that point in life. I was like, what am I doing? You know, and, um, got an office job in Providence, but Brian was still out here. So I'd come weekends. Um, and that just really wasn't working out. And then what was the office gig? What were you doing? Um, I was kind of, I was working for an executive kind of like, uh, like I don't want to say headhunting, but you know, like, uh, placing people more, clients were people with. You know. Correct. And it was like um, high up, like VP. You Where know, would you place that, me? I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a variety pack. Uh, I don't know. But it was great. But I, you know, it was entry level office job. So yeah. I wasn't making any money. So I still was waitressing yeah. um, like at nights in Providence. Yeah. Um, and then eventually I kind of got the word from my friend Brittany that she was going to be moving on. Um, and that was early season of 2018. So I was like, well, if you're leaving, I'm coming. Um, So I came out. Yes, here I am coming back. So 2018, I just kind of shadowed under her and on weekends and was the innkeeper at the inn at Springhouse during the week. Um, So then she left at the end of 2018 that season. And so I took over then. Wow. So you took over and then COVID hit. Yeah, I had one good season, 2019. (laughs) And then... And let, let the challenges begin. Correct. Yeah. And how is that? Because you are stepping into a new role as wedding event coordinator. And all of a sudden, you know, people are calling and canceling their weddings. And I'm sure you had to deal with moving dates and deposits and canceling and trying to help re-coordinate and reschedule weddings. I mean, what was that like? It must have been an emotional process because you must have been dealing with people who were very, you know, uh, upset that their wedding was either canceled or moved absolutely i mean it was so stressful but it was like everybody was going through it you know nationwide worldwide so at least there wasn't like it wasn't one area something to do with the spring exactly um so we ended up so many reschedules um and the dba's family was great about i mean we refunded deposits if people just wanted to cancel um we moved deposits to new dates all of that um but 2020 came and so we usually open, you know, May. We, I think, were allowed to open like June 1st that year. And all of the weddings, June, you know, May, June, July were canceled or postponed. But we kicked it off in August with couples who were just willing. They're like, we're doing it. Whatever the rules are, we're just moving forward. So there's a lot of pivoting there. Yeah. Um, did you find um, there were any or a number of brides and grooms who are a little bit relieved that they had to cut their wedding down from like a 200 person thing to like this more intimate thing i did hear that yeah they're like you know what like it turns out like the people who really care and who are really really important to you they're going to be there and and let's just do it right so that worked out. Um, there were some crazy so- rules. Sorry, but... Uncle Milton. Yeah, yeah he didn't make Sorry. the cut. Sorry, we don't want you to get sick. Right, that's the yeah. yeah. This is about you, right? Not us. Yes. And there were all these like you know invitation templates going around online, like uninvitations that you know <laughs> oh, <laughs> that really? people would send out and be really? like, "Sorry, Sorry you're uninvited. yeah, we've had oh. to." 
decrease our guest list. Oh, we'll wow. celebrate with you another we had a, time. We had to cut it down to important people. Yeah. So, so you know, it's funny. I'm sure it worked the same on both ends. I'm sure like certain brides and grooms were like, oh, thank God. And then some people oh, who yeah. got the uninvitations were like, oh, thank God. I really didn't want yeah. to go to that yeah. wedding anyway. Oh, well, especially, I mean, let's face it. I was going to say I don't want to insult anybody, but whatever. Here it yeah, goes. Like that's ever stopped us. Come before. on, let's face it. A, a, a wedding invitation, depending on where it is, can be like an expensive invoice arriving in the mail. You know, a like, block boom, island like, wedding, like a block island wedding where you got to get a hotel room in the summer for a for couple of nights, nights and you it's know, a commitment. It's a commitment. Yeah. It's huge. You know, it's it's your vacation money for that year is now being you know used yeah. to go to a wedding and then some. I yeah, mean, it's it's only gone up. I mean, I feel like. I, th- I think I started my DJ business in 2003 and like, you know, the spring house had wet, had been doing weddings, but I feel like that's when the Sullivan house kind of first started doing them. And then this, I feel like the wedding industry kind of started really ramping up around that time. Okay. And, um, but yeah, now it's just insane. But, but how much fun are spring house weddings? That's the other thing. They're so fun. Right. I mean, just island weddings in general, I think I always say this. I'm so lucky. The people who, the couples who want to get married on Block Island love the island. And so there's always that connection. Like, they're mostly just chill, island-loving people, you know. So it's I just always, yeah. knock on wood, really get many, along with everyone. and Not too many bridezillas or groomzillas. Well... Correct. Not too many. Um, never, honestly, have I had a bridezilla, but groomzillas are really? a yeah. real phenomenon. Oh my, I'm getting blown away by some of the stats I'm hearing here. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about some <laughs> groomzilla is, stories. I will, before we move on, though, what you were just oh, yeah. saying about Block Island weddings, it's so wild when you when you go to certain weddings on the what I would call in the normal realm of a wedding but you've just been to six or eight i've been blessed to be invited to a lot of weddings whether i'm officiating or friends or whatever and you you're like well this is what a normal wedding's like because you get yeah. spoiled with yes. block island i mean right you know and some of the money that gets spent on them too, insane you know, yeah it's in, it's really big luckily and, uh, i'm too busy and like wedding season that i don't get to go to many weddings so i mm-hmm. am in my own little bubble of really to dodge spring that house weddings are all that i <laughs> all that i see yeah I mean, I I felt like it was a, I always felt like I was getting invited to a wedding when I would get a job to DJ one. Yeah. So I just kind of considered myself a guest, which worked out on some weddings better than others, but you know, no, it's always a blast. I'll take two of those. Well, so here's the thing. Like, you see my clipboard? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Clipboard, clipboard. Uh, well, back in the day at the Spring House, I mean, you know, we had, when I first started there, it was like this crew, the the, the bartenders, were, you were here when Adam Stabile was here. Oh, yes. I mean, right? Yeah. Adam, Mez, uh, remember Mike Mezzalella? No, I okay. don't. That might have been before me. Um, I forget who else. Well, Maddie Gallerani, yes. Manny G, yep. and Adam behind the bar. Did you, you know what Butterscotch is? Have I told the story? <laughs> I probably told the story. No, Maybe I, I shouldn't have told it. the story. All right, so whenever... And then I at a wedding, hear, right? Yeah, at a wedding. Yeah, I know what this is. Oh, you know what this is? Yeah. Right, I don't. Do you want to tell it? No, you'll tell it better. All right, so so butterscotch was a code word <laughs> that we came up with. And because you know how they always say there's always a one guy at every wedding, right? Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah. So we would, during like the ceremony, and you can usually tell as they're rolling in, like, you know, oh. some guy was like, Ooh, you know, like talking too loud and just being an idiot and so we would pinpoint and figure out by the time the ceremony was over or by the time cocktail hour was about to start who that person was it wasn't always a guy um no and we would uh, butters we would point that person out and be like butterscotch (laughs) that was the code for for us to make sure that they had a really good time really quickly 
and and burnt themselves out so that they would pass out maybe hopefully early right, and i don't know right. you know by dancing too much or whatever um so it, it was an interesting dancing fun and, over dancing know, and i get three yeah. shots at, you know make it four give me one for butterscotch <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, everybody anyway, you know yeah, feed was, them a shot yes it was a, it was a fun thing but it was like the vibe there is always so much fun you know? so much fun i mean crazy. and people say they're like this is I get a ton of feedback from the couples. Like they're guessing this is the best wedding I've been to, but it's the Block Island factor. Like they're making a weekend out of it. It's a vacation. It's, you know, maybe welcome drinks the night before and then they're on the beach and then they go to a wedding with an ocean view. And of course, it's the best wedding you've been to. But you're just like, thank you. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, really? Thank you. So nice. So let's hear some groomzilla stories. Oh, I don't know if I can really say anything too. Oh, you're too nice. They come along. You can be very vague. You can make it up if you want. I can. uh, Well, I'll distract you for a moment. Have I ever told the, the, the Kenny Loggins story? Oh, no. But so. I remember when he was here. Yeah, so he was here. So I officiated a wedding for some friends of mine. I was at the spring house. That's right. I think they did the rehearsal, but they invited everybody from the wedding okay. to the rehearsal. So there was okay. a cookout at the spring house and they brought in Kenny Loggins as a, as a performer. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Patty and I, you know, we've been, uh, you know, visiting the spring house for cocktails for 30 years. So we knew there was the little secret bathroom. It's not a secret, but the little bathroom in the sunroom. All, and the mm-hmm. sunroom is was called the sunroom. Yes. So, of course, uh, you know, Patty needs to excuse herself, and she uh, heads down there, wanders in, goes in there. When she comes out, we hadn't realized that they had turned that into Kenny's green room. (laughs) So she opens the door and comes out of the bathroom, and it's just this room, like four people, including this Kenny, Mr. Kenny Loggins, and they're just kind of staring at her. And she was like, uh... Hi! She's using whoops. the loo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me. Mind if I play through? But, you know, it was, uh... But th- that was fun. Concert out on that back patio, and, you know, really good I remember, I, yeah, I was serving on... Because it was just on the patio, so we were just open up patio. front. I remember yep. serving dinner you know on the porch and people are just listening casually kenny yeah. loggins is playing in the back so we're like turn down the they, yeah uh, sonos system and <laughs> check out kenny. Kenny. Well, they had a great wedding and then they got married that's but that's what i mean like the weekend not to pump the competition but there was the spring house the night you know the friday night with yeah. kenny then there was the wedding at the sullivan house followed by fireworks then on sunday they had like a brunch with lobster and might have been on the Somewhere beach else, even yeah. who knows you know but that's what you mean like when you go to a wedding like that it's like wow yeah right and you a whole cool experience it yeah. really is yeah it's crazy it's like wedding palooza wedding palooza uh-huh. yeah yeah that's oh, a good yeah. idea. We should do that. Have you ever thought of that as a marketing idea? Be like, for people who like maybe are a little short on money, you could have like a wedding palooza. Do like, you know, get four couples to package their wedding into one. I like that. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie definitely doesn't like. He's like, that's a terrible idea. It's the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. So you, um, who were like some of your what? Do you want to shout out anyone? Who's your crew out here? Are you hanging out with? What are you doing for fun? Ooh, well. I'm such a homebody. This is my third winter out here. Okay. Um, That's what I was going to ask you. So you, I met you probably at the door at Nick's. It was, I, yes, it's yes. I had just retired from the restaurant or something, and that I, is definitely I remember where I met meeting you. you, and you were like, "Can you stop talking to me and leave me alone?" Never. And I was like, "Okay, no problem." <laughs> um, but then you did this wobbling back and forth. Finally settled here, doing the wedding corner. Three years now, you've lived. You've you stayed, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Third winter. Um, and I'm pretty. I mean. Brian's working nights at the barn cooking and everything. So um, we got a dog when we first decided to stay out here. And 
And that's really so John Grant on the island is like my best friend. We meet up every single day with our dogs and walk the beach. And just um, I know people by their dogs. It was at the beginning. I had a note in my phone that I had to write down the human name correlated to the dog because I'd just be like. (laughs) That's Orla's mom or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That so, makes sense. Yeah, but that's really what I'm up to now. A lot of people who work at Springhouse, really who I see the most. Um, and then a lot of people have kind of kind of left, yeah. which is, you know, sad. Was, it, so. was the COVID timing part of you staying and getting the dog and everything? Like just saying, I got nowhere to go. I'm just going to stay on Block Island. Yes, we had... Um, been renting a house in Cranston and we used to just, you know, be out here for six months, move off for six months. Um, And then we decided to move out of that and into storage spring of 2020. Like, oh, we're going to buy a house after this season. And then it was COVID and not a good time to buy a house. So we ended up staying and and here we are. So is that Brian's first winter year round on the island? So you guys both plunged into the year round thing together? Yes. Okay. And how did you both find your first winter on the island i think it was totally like he the barn has been really busy so he's just kind of stayed actually busier than his gig before we stayed out here winters um so he's been pretty busy i think that he sometimes misses the mainland more than i do just little things like we used to go bowling and to the movies and just things like that and to out to eat a ton um that was always our thing to do but um, so he keeps busy and then I'm just kind of a homebody anyway. I And, you know, the winter, the sun sets so early. It's like you work, you walk your dog, it's dark out. Time right. to just My ass hits in. the couch at like four o'clock. Totally. Yeah. Latest. Like I'm so over it. I, I get out early in the morning. It's still dark and do a bunch of stuff. And by 3.30, I've, you know, in the yucky winter weather, I've had it. Yeah. Exactly. And we're so busy in the summer. It's like a reward. You know, we're just yeah. enjoying yeah. the island and relaxing. So. Yeah. Um, so I, I really love it. I do. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You never got that feeling of like, oh God, I'm claustrophobic or I miss like, you know, the, the only thing our days off, um, in the summer, it's just Tuesdays. That's our day. And right now, you Monday, have Tuesday. Yeah. That's great. That's, that's our important. day. You yes. have to do that. Correct. Exactly. And, yep. and Tuesdays in the summer are great, but Tuesdays this time of year, you can't leave the Island and get back very limited, you know, ferry schedule. So things yep. like that, um, you know, every once in a while, or you have an appointment and you have to take a whole day off of work and yeah. all of that. So little things well, like yeah. that. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, annoying. But yeah, if your appointment is not at just the right time, you you I've had to go off the night before because I couldn't get over there in time for the appointment and then couldn't get back that night because the appointment was too late. Oh, and, so it's two nights for one doctor's appointment. Right. Truth. Hey, yeah. uh, speaking of appointments, uh, we have an appointment with our sponsors right now. So let's take a quick break. Listen to them and we'll be right back. Yeah. Hey, Rich, do these bell bottoms make me look fat? Bell bottom? Oh, wait. It must be Monday and you're going to disco night at Captain Nick's. Well, yeah, of course I'm going to disco night at Captain Nick's. I'm the DJ, man. I got to be there. (laughs) That place is so much fun. So much fun. And the fun doesn't end after Monday because on Tuesday and Wednesdays, we have dueling pianos followed by Dr. Wes Chesterson's sloppy seconds. What are sloppy seconds? Well, that's when I play the piano for the rest of the drunk people there at the end of the night. That sounds fun in itself. And Thursdays, they've got live acoustic acts and full bands and DJs. Yeah. And Friday and Saturday afternoons, we have acoustic 
acoustic acts on the deck at 5.30. Uh, Fridays are Delaney, and then Saturdays are buddy Rob Davis. And then Friday and Saturday nights, they've got the best live bands on Block Island, like Derek and the Fun Bags, The Blushing Brides, Fever, Neil and the Vipers, West End Blend, and the High and Mighty Brass Band, just to name a few. Yeah, and uh, the bands aren't over just because Friday and Saturday night ends. On Sunday afternoons, the Young Guns take the stage on the deck at 5.30. If you want to check out the full entertainment schedule, let's just head over to CaptainNick'sBI.com. Whoa, whoa, what happened? What was that? Ah, oh, dude, I just ripped my favorite pair of jams. I've been wearing these things since 1987. Eh, don't panic. Just go on down and see Liz at the Traveling Seamstress. Oh, yeah, I forgot Liz is here on the island. She repairs zippers. Yeah, she can do buttons. She can patch your men, most fabrics. You know what? She even can repair denim, so your favorite jeans can still be your favorite jeans. That's nice. You know what else? If you're getting married, say yes to the dress because she'll do last-minute alterations, steam and press tuxedo or your suit. She pretty much can help you out with anything to do with your wedding. Yeah. You know what I just remembered? She also makes curtains and draperies. She can do custom dye work. Uh, she can even make cushions for your home or your boat. She is magic with the machine, let me tell you, because she does slip covers too. And uh, no word of a lie, she did a set for my friend, and it's like walking into a different room with brand new furniture i actually flew a pair of pants over to her from the mainland over the winter to get taken up and she did that too and i didn't have to go to her place at 442 dodge street by the four corners yep and she keeps regular hours uh, may through november you know limited wintertime hours but you could still reach her you sure know. and no projects too big or too weird well, hey, you can follow her on Instagram at Traveling Seamstress. Or you check out her website at TravelingSeamstress.com. So I was just on the beach and saw Rich hanging 10 on a super cool surfboard rental from Diamond Blue Surf Shop. It's definitely the place to go for all your surfboard, paddleboard, and beach rental needs. But don't forget, Diamond Blue used to rent their stuff down on the beach, but this year you can go right to the shop for your rentals, where you'll also find the sweetest selection of swimsuits, hats, t-shirts, sandals, and other fun beach accessories. Be sure to check out their new line of Knockaround sunglasses. Knockaround is a super small, quality company that features polarized shades for under $40. They're available in tons of bright, fun colors and styles, so if you're looking for shades that are stylish, affordable, and fun, Diamond Blue can hook you up with a pair of Knockarounds and get you back out in the sun in no time. But don't forget to take care of that skin and put your sunscreen on. You don't have sunscreen? No worries, brah. Diamond Blue now features vacation brand sunscreen. Based in Miami, Florida, vacation sunscreen will let you spend all day on the beach without ever have to worrying about getting burnt. One of the greatest things about Diamond Blue is their owner and staff. Jen has owned and operated Diamond Blue for years now, and she only hires the most helpful, friendly crew of peeps who are filled to the brim with knowledge about all of Diamond Blue's fantastic products. Diamond Blue always has a ton of product, and there are even great deals to be found on last season's stuff. So get your buns in the sun and head down to Diamond Blue Surf Shop, located at the four-way intersection at Bridgegate Square. Hey, Rich, I feel like I need some exercise. Let's go run the Block Island Triathlon. Um, I'm more into low impact. How about a gentle paddle? Oh, sure. Well, we could go explore the Great Salt Pond on a kayak or paddleboard from Ford Island Kayaks. Yeah, they and you know they have the Hobie pedal boards, too. You ever try one of those out? It's like a bike on water. I've heard about that. They've also got the Peekaboo Glass Bottom Kayak. Yeah, and you can rent all their stuff by the hour, or half day, full day, or even a whole week. If you're going to stay for a week, you can reserve a, a kayak for a week. Yeah, but you know what? 
you might want to make a reservation if your group is six or more. That's a hot tip for you. Well, that's a good tip. I like it. So uh, basically, you go explore the Great Salt Pond. It's got hidden coves. There's the oyster farms out there, the marinas. Andy's Way is great. You know? Yeah, it's super cool. And it's operated by, and it's located adjacent to our friends at the BI Fishworks oh, place. Nice. All right. Well, you can hear everything we just talked about and more if you go to the BIFishworks.com or you can give them a call at 401 466 53 Nine two. You know what my favorite thing to do on a paddleboard is? What's that? I like to bring a sandwich with me and paddle out to Andy's Way and just kind of camp out there and eat my sandwich. It's like finding your own private spot. I just try to not get sand in my sandwich. Well, better in your sandwich than your shorts. That's my motto. Yeah, good point. All right, so we're back. Thanks, sponsors. Thanks for your listeners for staying with us and listening to more of Tonya. I like saying Tonya. 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 Friggin' A Tonya. A Tonya. A Tonya. Tanya. All right. Tanya. 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 That's, I hear that a lot. Tanya, can you hear You know what I realized I should have taken care of during the break is a refill. Oh, a refill. I can help you. lovely Portuguese. Yeah, what is this? can't hurt. Okay. Some Portuguese wine. All right, so here's my question, and this could be touchy. I don't know how anybody feels about it, but. I feel great about it. How do you feel about the, oh, Cheers. Cheers. An angel just feel, got its wings. How do you feel about the hauntedness Ooh. of this Ooh, house? okay. So we shot a movie there. It came it it never for many, many reasons, it never really made it anywhere. But I should get you a copy. Yes. You should check it out. Because we did some shooting up there. Uh outside mostly we we paired the exterior of the spring house with the interior of the national. Oh. So when you go through the front doors of the the uh of the spring house, you you appear in the lobby of the national. It's pretty pretty kind of funny. <laughs> the, the magic of film. But a lot of the crew and everyone that I brought out said that, you know, the spring house was scary. Like they felt this strong, ghostly presence. So So there's some um so back to kind of the Corona suite. I oh, lived there yes. for a long time. So I lived in the basement of the spring house for a long time. So I feel like if there were any, you know, any spirits there who were not excited about us being there. I would have found out, and I don't have any personal experience, but um, my friend Jen, who bartended back in the day, Rich Telly, um, she had told a story about, you know, closing up Victoria's Parlor. She blew out all the candles, locked it up, forgot her phone or something, went back in there, and the candles were lit. I don't know. That's just I mean, terrifying. You know? <laughs> or it's a drunk bartender didn't want to blame herself. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I didn't it was blow the ghost, candles. man. Yeah. The ghost burned the place down. <laughs> yeah. And coincidentally, we're all out of vodka. And <laughs> Again. we had like 12 cases yeah. when you went on your ship. Kind of a slow night to run out of uh, yeah. Grey Goose. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but the Corona Suite. Let's talk about that place so for a second. Yeah. It's one of the... So is this when you're driving by well, bottom of the ski hill i mean am i allowed to give the location and you look you, you'll see it's so funny because you'll see the high volute you know the the, the high class lunches going on <laughs> then right below it usually a couple of people in beach chairs you know, <laughs> right lawn chairs yeah. hanging out there okay. under the deck hanging out like some trolls under i gotta a bridge. say it's one of my few mysterious it, it would it be considered employee housing yes okay it's one of the few mysterious employee housings on black island that i've never seen or been in can and we I've fix always, that? Can we get rich? Yeah, and I've always, absolutely. you know, you drive by and you're like, God, that looks like a fun hole in the ground. 
It um, is. It is. Okay. Seek a spoiler alert. It Seek is. I've been in some of the back housing, you know, between the barn and the and the kitchen. Is is was is there still employee housing in yes. that building? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So I've been up there. Okay. Yeah. But I've never the, the this, Corona. The Corona suite was reserved for executive level management. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was you now. Uh, sorry. Do you live there, or you have lived there? I have. I lived there. Yes. Uh, probably like. Four or five seasons, but we've since... um, And this is after your grandparents got sick of you and were like, all right, enough with you. We didn't really think you were going to spend this much time. Yes. And it was really Brian who got the spot in there when he got his new, you know, promotion. And I was just kind of the tag along, you know, still staying at my grandparents' house. Quick question. He became worthy of the Corona suite. Correct. Okay. Quick, Quick question. Did you commit to dating him? Shortly after he got the Corona suite, because that would make sense. That it would. would make sense. It was prior though, yeah. so you know, my intentions. I started batting the eyelashes. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, I heard you're getting the Corona suite this summer. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? Handsome. Yeah. Hey there. Um, but it's it's so it, yeah, it is. It's one of the greatest hidden uh, employee housing gems. I'd have to say in the island. It's uh, it's, I miss it. It's pretty cool. It's a three bedroom and must say Corona suite got its name long before, you know, COVID of Corona course. unrelated, right. yeah, yeah, unrelated. Yeah, totally. Um, but it was Danielle down there and Adam yeah. and Brian that first, you know, season that we went down there and yeah. you know, that was just, it was the best of times. Definitely. Yeah. And just to give the listeners a little bit of an idea, there's a shared kitchen and living space, like a little living room thing, three bedrooms off of it. Correct. And, uh, it does connect through like a very secret, entrance back to the spring so you can yes. yeah let's we won't yes. give that away yeah but um uh the um the, the smuggling tunnels is it when you yes the smuggling tunnels smuggle corona down there yep Correct. yep exactly and that's what so but when you open the front door of of the apartment and walk out you're you're actually under the deck at the spring house but your view oh is the ocean the that. sunrise the yeah. sunrise yes. right there and there was like a hammock there for a while i think i may or may not have spent two three nights on that hammock there at different points in, a, in certain summers you know sometimes it happens yeah uh, but man it's like the that's a spot Yes. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I think that's kind of, that was all credited to Danielle. Um, she, I believe, you know, set up the hammocks, made it so just fun and cozy down there. And Adam stayed for, you know, a good amount of years after Danielle yeah. had left and kept that going. Yep. Just the fun environment of all of that. And then, you know, things really started, just different people would come and go into that yeah. apartment each season. Yeah. Um, but I guess 20... 19 was our last season down there and then when we decided to stay the winter we were kind of upgraded um we have our own little cottage on the property yeah and that's why we got the dog we have a fenced in little yard i mean wow hit the jackpot absolutely went from one great spot to another year round with the executive chef correct yes yeah and i mean at that point i was in charge of the weddings but Right. So, you know, yeah, two managers, two they're for, like, ah, oh, throw them, yeah. there, put them over there. What's it like being part of a Block Island power couple? Oh, my God. Do people ever say that to you? <laughs> <laughs> Not so much, but I feel it. I walk around with that yeah. title you, all the time. Yes. Do you, well, now it's out. So, but do you, would you divulge to everyone that your husband was the chef? I used to never. And I still, I mean, even to couples, like wedding couples, I wouldn't flat out say it. Like a lot of them would just figure it out and all yeah. of that. But, you know, then it turns into like, oh, well, we can do whatever we want then kind of. So that's what I always tried to avoid. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like for me, yeah. the less they knew about the personal. But Correct. Know, 
And now with the whole, you know. Thank God nobody listens to this podcast. Yeah. Right, because now everybody yeah. knows. Now everybody's going, no, mm-hmm. I yeah. know. They're but, like, why can't we get the seared salmon? Can't you sleep with them or something? Yeah. <laughs> they'll just be like, oh, you know, the, the banquet chef. Yeah. yeah. Someone different. Yeah, like, yeah, different wink, guy. Wink. Yeah, different exactly. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else. Can't accommodate, sorry. Um, no, but it, it's, it, it is. It's something like when you're, uh, when you're, spouse significant other and work when you work with them uh closely you know as we all three of us sitting here have my wife katie and i worked very closely you and patty rich worked yep. together in the restaurant mm-hmm. um it's an interesting tightrope to walk sometimes i mean yeah. you know you don't have so much to do with what happens in the kitchen but you're in the organization and then you know when when the whole place goes down and has a bad day it's you know bad for everybody and you both share in that and it can be it can be tough you know, conversely, when it's a great day, everyone's great, but it's, yeah. you know, is it trick? Do you find it tricky to like balance your relationship and work life being like working so closely together or not? Nah? I think it helps that we just always work together, like All from right, that's true. how we met. Yeah. So it, and honestly, it's more in my favor than not, you know, I'm like, <laughs> hey, shouldn't. this couple really would love to have this. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know, so. Like, sweetie, if you want to make my job a little easier, yeah. can we do hush puppies? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you don't like to do hush puppies. Right, exactly. You know, so Everybody's going to be happy, including me, if you, yeah. do, if you just do the hush puppies. So true. So it's really worked out for me. Yeah. We haven't, you know. That's what we always say, whatever works yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. That's how I like Pretty to much. live. Yeah. Hey, whatever works for me. You know, that's a good way to be. No horror stories, like no big you know, know. fights or anything coming from it. Because, yeah. you know, we try to be like, how can we just make everyone's and day you must, better? I mean, I would assume like at this point, you know, you've, you've kind of got it down. Like I remember when I first started catering private rehearsal dinners and stuff, I was such a mess and nervous and afraid to deliver the price tag, afraid, afraid to say no, basically, you, right. know, and, you know, and then you, you start to realize that, you know, you do have to be able to say no here and there to certain aspects of it. But is it almost like a, 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 ma- a massive wish list or is it pretty set now as to what you do? It's pretty set now, you know, okay. stick to the menu. If you really have a request, let us know. We'll right. see what we can do. All a, of that. Variations, but, you know, yeah. you, you can have the steak and fish, you can have the fish and chicken, or you can have the, you know, seafood or do you know. Yeah, but that was a big um, kind of lesson learned for me, though, the saying yeah. no, and that kind mm-hmm. of quietly ties into my groomzilla was the whole learning experience of if I say yes to this just to make him happy, it's just going to make my life and everyone's lives difficult down the line. Like, just I know the answer is no. Just yeah. stick to your guns. You know what my number one rule of life is and that I learned later in life and I've passed it on to kids and everything. You, it's easy to turn a no into a yes and you look like a hero. It's impossible to turn a yes into a no. Right. That's so great. I don't try to be mean about it, but I always start with, I'm, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think that's going to work. But, you know, if I can change, I'll, I'll get back to you. And now you've got it out of the way. Yeah. And then later, if you're like, you know what? I, I talked to the, I slept with the chef and um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do those hush puppies so I can do it. Now you seem like a hero. You know yeah, what I mean? That's like, so true. You know. That's true. My that's other great. Block Island tip for all you young workers out there is take one less shift than you can handle because come August, you can pick up an extra shift every week and you'll look like a hero. You'll, you'll, you'll be working full time. It's great. Angry August. Yeah. yeah angry, angry August. August. People are angry dropping August. angry August. Work five days a week in July and seven in August and you'll look like the, the all-star. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. That's Truth. good. But that's it. Always easy to turn a no into a yes. Hard to turn a yes into a no. I'm going to remember that. Yeah. And I plus with the, again, the, the people... Uh, 
people like that, like the Groomzillas and whoever else, any uh, kind of unsatisfiable customer. Yeah. If you give if if you give them a yet, there's only going to be another ask behind that. They're all only going to ask for something else, and then it's something else, and then it's something else. So so true. Yeah, but I mean, again, I, I share a similar experience in that most of the weddings I did at the Spring House. People were fantastic. Right. You know, yeah. and then there's even that little small handful that are so fantastic, they kind of become friends. Yes. Right? Do you have that? Oh, so many. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah definitely. You know, couples who come back, they come back for their vacation and we have to meet up for a drink or something. I've made a ton of friends from yeah. people who've gotten married at Spring House, which is so sweet. What's better than that? Nothing. You know? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's How do you great. remember them? I'm like, wait, you have the golden retriever, right? Is that how you remember them from I years ago? I have this ago? like yeah, sick yeah. way of like, I know... Name, name, date, and I can like just remember. Really? Yes. Yeah. But you know, I have an awful memory in general, so oh, it's weird too. that that's yeah. just like a hyper Same. fixation. I used to be able to remember what people ate. Like, can you see a couple and remember what they had for their dinner? That you know, like that was my thing. I could just I'd remember, and I'd play that off. They'd be like, "Rich, how are you?" I'd be like, "Oh my god, the, my calamari lovers." You know, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, and they're like, "That's just no. as good to them." You yeah. didn't remember their name, but you yeah. knew that they had calamari when they were in. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people want to be you know remembered. They and all do that. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it's a big special day. It is a big you special know? day. How many weddings? I'm sorry to be like wedding, wedding, wedding. No, yeah, that's, that's me. Do. That's me. How many weddings in a in a busy weekend can they squeeze out two or three weddings? Can they make those happen? Or yeah, when I first, I mean, there's definitely been times we've done three: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and we've been kind of more strategic in the last couple of years of just trying not to burn everyone out and make sure there's enough accommodations for all the guests and all of that. Um, but you know. We really definitely two per weekend, June, September, like the most popular months. And then usually like one per weekend in July and August, wedding wise, we might do other events, but right. the island is just so crazy and busy in a and great it, way in general. But And it's a balancing act because you have guests of the hotel that want to use, have lunch at the front bar yes, or have a drink there. But if there's a wedding going on, that's shut down to wedding guests and they're, you know, that's Kinda a big challenge, with. right? Because yeah. we want everyone, you know, to feel important and prioritized. Sure. Um, and that definitely gets a little hairy sometimes. Sure. So, it's kinda... um, but that's also kind of, I think, part of why um, Frank had opened the barn too. At least now, if we're closed for a wedding, right. you can say, "Hey, go to this restaurant right behind the building um, for your drinks or dinner or something yeah. like that too." So it's, a gr- it's a great second option. Yeah. I haven't. I, I never get to get there. I, I, one of these times I come out for an interview, I am going to spend the night. Usually I fly over and fly back the same day, but I have to because I haven't been to the barn this season. No, oh, the times are changing. I'll tell you, I went there a couple of weeks ago and it was packed. Yeah. And I really didn't recognize, you know, all but two or three people in there. You wow. know? Yeah. And it's just a lot of off island. I, I mean, I'm sure they all own, I'm sure you all own homes here. You're just fine. We love yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you can just tell it was the, yeah. the new blood. A yeah, yeah, for sure. People yeah. coming out in the winter on a weekend to, yeah. to stay at their house and like, on, oh, but I didn't know a lot of them. When you said that, I just realized I just lied to you. I had dinner with their, I had dinner there with Chris Willie like in November before. <laughs> yeah. I totally lied. It's like a year ago. Because the only way, yeah, the only way I remember that is because I hadn't seen the back area with the, uh, Bar and in the outdoor seating in the back. There. Okay, I hadn't. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, Beyond this, this, the bar, the, rolled, the sides rolling down. Yeah, and the yeah. tent out there. Yeah, That's little outdoor area. It's super been great. Cool. Yeah, really yeah. added on to how many you know people we can accommodate and everything. Great yeah. too. I, I usually great. sit by the ham slicer. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. It's the Ferrari of prosciutto slicers I've heard. Oh, yes. I've been told. Yes. 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 I've noticed yes. that thing, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I mean, how do you not notice a delicious leg of cured ham, yeah. you know, sitting on this kind of like amazingly complicated and shiny looking crank apparatus. It's red. It's a fire fire engine. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And you can sit right there at the chef's bar. People love that. And, you know, some people just love and they'll sit there and they won't even talk to each other. They'll just be staring at the guys cooking, which, you know, can be really fun for some people. And you can kind of talk to them, though, since COVID, they installed this like permanent glass <laughs> structures so. yeah the temporary hey. permanent things that came with covid yes. yeah yeah well, that, that's temporary permanent yes yeah, exactly. <laughs> we put it up for a little while but it's not going anywhere <laughs> anytime like, soon somebody <laughs> needs to make a list of the all of us all the temporary has. permanents like, yeah the things that people like, like oh, appointments yeah. at the dmv right i love the appointment system that's still a thing yeah it's wow. it's not going away okay yeah. and it's so great makes sense mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, right? There's no more sitting I, around like getting yelled at or yelling at people. Or it's just great. Yeah, yeah, good the, stuff. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I'm, I, there's certain things we did learn that could be done simpler. Like, who would have thought that a pandemic would make it easier to register your car? Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't, harder to get married. I never would have thought that. Now we were talking on the boats, though. You started throwing me numbers for 2024 already. Yeah, I have. Um See, I should have done. It's like eleven or thirteen weddings already booked for twenty twenty four. Oh wow! Okay, yes. So that's not this summer, right? We got that. This is yes. right. summer year, after this. Yeah, year. Uh, that's how far out people are booking nowadays. Correct. And I've gotten wow. some inquiries for twenty twenty five, and I'm just like, oh, pause, please. We're not there yeah. yet. But um, you, but yeah, twenty twenty four. I mean, all June and you, September Saturdays are uh, gone. So do you ever see, say to the people, you know? who want to book two years out let's just hold off because you know it may not work out <laughs> yeah. so let's see if you guys you sure are still you together in a year together. yeah well yeah. i was engaged for four years though before the wedding so i can't well, really you know right that's true that was so different was it's different yeah it's different, different. different. totally yeah. different you got housing D- yeah exactly <laughs> good housing exactly yeah yeah um what is your favorite past appetizer at the spring house because i have mine i want to see if they line up I, the most popular crowd pleaser, scallops wrapped in bacon. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, you know, go People to maple cr- espresso glaze. Come on. Totally. People are crazy for those scallops wrapped in They'll bacon. They'll chase you down. That was huge at my place, too. Right? Like, oh, and we did a maple cream sauce with them. And it See, was maple, just, yeah, sweet, oh, yeah. salty. I mean, come on. It's everything. Man. Totally. Everything. Yeah. People and, want to lick the bowl. Yeah, I used to. Yeah. When and, nobody and like was Mark, looking. Flush it like a normal kid. <laughs> oh my god that's disgusting (laughs) but what's your favorite oh my favorite well (laughs) thanks for asking uh i would when i was doing weddings there i would strategically set especially if i was doing the um the cocktail hour playing the piano i would set up uh, right at the doorway to the entrance to the main lobby yes um because the uh, raw bar was set up right (laughs) behind me so between songs i could literally twist on my seat and grab an oyster or a shrimp or, you know, seven. Yes. And um, quickly wolf them down in between songs. That's so <laughs> smart. The br- they loved it. You know, the yeah. The brides are like, what's the piano player is great. Why is he only playing one song every hour? It's is like, that oh. shrimp cocktail in his fingers? Yeah. She got covered in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cocktail sauce all over me. It's great. But no, I like, I was a big fan of the raw bar. Yeah. Because it was impressive by any standard. Yeah. And then you get like these New Yorkers who show up and they're just like, it's literally like it, it seems like a football field long of just oysters and 
shrimp yes. and clams and bivalves. Yeah, it's perfect. Yes. I mean, it's island wedding. You, you've got to do it. We were just visiting some friends and they brought um, us out to dinner. I've never been to a Michelin star oh, restaurant. Really? It was. You Have you been? I have. I've been to one. It's it was great. Best the best oysters I've ever had. You yeah. Know? Not we're not gonna down talk the spring house now, yeah, of course. Wow. You're not being oh, she's yeah. married to the chef, but <laughs> it was really something. Were they know. raw or no, they were they were poached and they had the sea urchin row on them. Ooh. But they were barely poached. Like I was looking at them expecting to slurp the snotty oyster down and it yeah. was it was just right and the I just everything about the place was you know you wonder how what's the big deal with the mission right it was really quite incredible they did a duck press there's only like four three or four original duck presses from the 1800s still in the country and they they it's kind of gross but they they take parts <laughs> of the duck and they they crush it to extract the juices and then they make a sauce table side and put it right over the duck press to, Ooh, wow. this is a very impressive uh yeah. fun thing but so you found it to be like not overhyped. You're like not yeah, overhyped. Yeah, not that's every, experience I had too. You know, it was like a, a really good script. Every single line in the script is important and means something. You know, no matter how trivial it looks, it yep. was like every little thing was just amazing. Nailed. Yeah, nailed. Yeah. I mean, and every bite had a fabulous. I've heard you even know. you know restaurants like that. It comes down to like the thread count in the cushions on the chairs. Oh. Like I think that's like the yeah triple diamond thing but i worked you know somewhere in providence that had all those awards and it mattered what fabric was used in the chairs and i like, think it's a little bit of everything yeah you know yeah have you guys as uh food industry people have you seen that movie the menu that just came yes out? okay yeah. what do you think of that that was really cool have you <laughs> seen it yet rich no wait maybe it's called the menu it's like a it's a it's a horror movie yeah oh. but it's about one of these high-end like the best restaurant in the world and it's uh i think who shot the people that did the chef's table thing on Netflix, maybe because like a lot of the shots, it's a lot about the food, but then there's this whole horror story that happens as well. But uh, I yeah, it's all like that stuff, like the attention, a little tiny details, and that kind of thing. Yes, but uh, it's good. You love I it. I liked it. I thought it was good. The menu. Yeah, I'll try. That's it. good. Uh, what's one of the fines guys, Ralph or Ray? Yeah. One of the fines kids I'll, is in it. I'll try anything. Yeah, it's all making me want to do a guest appearance at the Springhouse. Ooh. Anytime. Okay. Can I be the host? Yeah, that would be the best. Please. Yeah. Pam's uh, our friend's son worked there for a couple. Oh, of years, I worked right? with Andrew, Andrew for a long time. You yeah, did? yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah. He's the sweetest. He was. He, he was. We were visiting. Just saw him down in Miami. That's oh, we, cool. Yeah. I don't cool. think he came out to the Michelin restaurant though. Yeah, but he took us to another. He was making fun of my dancing a little bit. Really? Yeah. He said, "I want to see you at 11. And I said, well, I don't know if I'll still be awake. This is not a joke. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's the name of the club. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. Uh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. The name, the of, the name of the club is 11. And he was like trying to say, like, got to get you out clubbing in Miami. Wow. But I thought he meant like 11 p.m. Got to see you Just at from 11. After, I'd like to see you awake after 11 p.m. I, I think he meant he'd like to see me on the dance floor at a right. club called 11. Yeah. That's just stupid. But it was my, I, was, I fell for it. I was the old dumb guy. <laughs> you know, I would have again. But I was, club. we were at a rooftop restaurant in Miami. It was gorgeous. Dude, you know? that is so your environment, by the way. I don't think so. I just, yeah, <laughs> we belong there. Imagine taking like, if we could take a, a, a you know, a, I don't know, like a, the Concord or, or some big jet and fly down, like choose like the saltiest block islanders you can think of and bring them all to a rooftop deck uh, in Miami and drop yeah. them there. Yeah. That'd be funny. It would be. It was a, it was a neat spot. Really neat. Cool. You take an elevator to get up there. Ooh. 
Yeah. Last time I took an elevator with this particular group, they didn't let me in the restaurant. Really? Yeah. It was a restaurant called Top of the Hub in Boston. Okay. Do you ever hear of it? Yeah. I think it was Top of the Pru. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't have a collared shirt on. Oh. Or pants. Yeah. So they were like, you, you some can't. people are so uptight. Do you guys have a pants policy uh, at the spring house? You know, we might. We did, I think, had to install some sort of sign <gasps> last year, like a beach no. attire, not. What does that sign say? Well, it says, yeah, yeah it says, please be respectful. You know, maybe respectful now, attire required. So there's just a lot of big words. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because it got out of, you know, people I are in there in their bikinis. Literally had to apologize to Frankie because we went up there. For, I'm used to showing up like whatever. I rolled up in my jams and my like flip flops and I never saw had seen the sign before. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, man, this is new. And, you know, I'm like, oh, OK. But I and then, I, oh, I think I saw Frankie. I'm like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I'm not sure. I didn't see the sign. He goes, oh, no, I think, I think that's it's, really but it's fine. like yeah, generally it's more you know. geared to me showing up in my thong. <laughs> no. Right. Now, you know, nobody wants me walking by in a thong while Some trying people to enjoy. Do. They're twisted. Yeah. You know, but you know, I think it's more about the beach attire. It has yeah, like sunbathing sure. while you're having lunch. The beach attire has gotten skimpy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I, I get it. Yeah. You got to be suitable for the, for the, the, the environment out there, you know, and everyone's out there. But you know. since then, I have, even though I, I do respect the sign nowadays, <laughs> I, I do intentionally up my game when I'm going to go up the wow. hill to hang out at the spring house. So, you know. Well, you know. So what's your total years on? I didn't do the math. So from your first summer. Oh, God. Math. How many years you've been at the spring house? It's 2023. So um, on and off. off for 10. 10 years. Got a on decade under your 10. belt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. You might be a lifer. Oh, you never know. Yeah. Here on Block Island, I mean, anyway. Right? right? Do you feel the roots are settling in like this community? Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Definitely. Yeah. I think once you survive, enjoy whatever you want to call it, a couple of winters, <laughs> and you learn the rewards of each season. You know, you learn yes. the reward of, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. What can we do? And you, you get back to work and you start doing your thing. And then summer flies by, yes. believe it or not, you know, and then you're like, oh, I'm out of breath. I need that winter. And here it comes. And I think that that if you get to learn to enjoy those cycles, I mean, the, the bummer part is even with a great husband chef, what I do miss is, although there's wonderful places to eat out here, I do miss the variety of restaurants. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. a goal would be, you know, in the future to figure out just a little bit more balance, like some time off island just to do some of those things that we miss and then everything will be great. Well, you know, shut the barn down. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, that's give, you, give your winters you back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are they open six nights happen. a week now? Five, five nights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm Wednesday sure there's still a whole day of just prepping and ordering and exactly. Yeah, that exactly. doesn't involve chefing. It just occurred me to me too. Like I think probably one of the bi- biggest like you know um, misunderstandings people have is that do people ever ask you? Oh, since you're married to a chef, he must be cooking you great dinners all the time, right? Does he? Um, when he can, but when yeah, he he's just so busy. So that's the big, um, the big downer there. When we did have more time off together in the winter, yeah, he was cooking. The last a ton thing he wants to do is it. cook, right? Um, but yeah. now you know, on we have two nights off together, Monday, Tuesday in the winter. So we'll usually he'll usually cook for sure. Yeah. So I'm blessed. He does. <laughs> he he does cook. I was wrong. He still. Likes cook even when he he's does. Good. I think yeah. You guys, guys want to come over for dinner some night at my place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah? Yep. All absolutely. Right, right, sure. Absolutely. I'll take turns. Maybe we can do it twice. I'll cook one night. And, yeah. And, absolutely. Know, and in the summer, um, I think he enjoys it more. He really turns into more just overseeing in the summertime. So yeah. he's not really on the line as much. 
So he does appreciate when More he can executive cook. Role. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then he loves to fish. So he's catching fresh fish constantly in the summer. So then we eat that fresh fish and yeah. Springhouse grows the fresh produce. So, I mean, What's nothing better. better. Yeah. No, it's great. Farm to table and yes. see the table. In fact, we were talking about Mike Shrelly earlier. Yeah. And one of the best meals I've ever had in my life was in the Corona Suite with wow. Mike. He and because Mike, at, if you remember, was a avid hunter fisherman. Yes. Same, like yeah. he was always out there. Like he knew he was catching or he was hunting wild foraging for f- flora and fauna, whatever. Yeah, mushrooms, um, where, where mushrooms. You, yeah. all that where stuff. are you going with this, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I wish we had I a video know. on that one. Hey, I'm flailing, <laughs> looking for the words. Look at I know. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya brought the wine. Drink some wine. Doing yeah. Blame the wine. Uh, no, but it was like one of the best. <laughs> I am. All right. So I'm a little drunk. But, uh, it happens. Um, so it really was, though. Like it, the whole, like the food and, and just being there at the sp- in, underneath the spring house. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff. You're lucky. I mean, those, we're all lucky. Yes, those secret that. spots, you know, with that, uh, that sound, the Corona, what'd you call it? The Sweet. Corona Suite? Yeah. That sounds like what you see in those, like, in in the movies when you when they do a movie about a ski resort, yeah, and the fond fond memories of the housing, like that's what the Corona yeah. Suite, like Dirty Dancing, like. sure, yeah. when yeah. they right. I mm-hmm. brought the watermelon. Nice. Oh my God! Do you and Brian do the lift? Does he lift? <laughs> yeah. Do you lift nightly? Him? Uh, you, yeah, we you, take turns. Yeah, take, good. Yeah. That's good. Good. I'm really take, lost. I have no idea what that means. It's fine. Don't worry. Good <laughs> take in a relationship's very good. Just exactly. ask Rich tonight. Yeah. Mark just dismisses me. I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Rich, I'm just going to shut your mic off here for a second, if you don't mind. Go right ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what's funny Let's is that I we care. are we're almost out of time, anyways. I hate to say it. That's wow. how quickly. These Already? conversations, I know Get it's crazy. I swear to God. Well, we're getting there. I'm not saying we're You're like, not letting her off the hook that easy. No, yeah. I'm not saying we're done. Done. I'm just giving <laughs> you, you know, like football two minute warning. Okay. But we have more than two minutes. It's a okay. Meta- okay. Metaphorical. I'm, I'm Put it this way. Walter McDonough taught me this. Uh, I have time. We have about uh, ten minutes worth of wine left <laughs> in my glass. So let's yeah, just a little more, that. and then okay. however much longer. More wines <laughs> in the glass. That's good. That's good. For Thank those you. of you who can't see, which is all of you, um, <laughs> Tanya is adding minutes by pouring wine That's in right. Mark's glass. That's how you extend the interview. Yeah. View. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the wine. I get to, I, I can't. We did the, we were on a cruise and I did the, um, my friend arranged the pairing dinner with the wine and, mm. and I never drink wine. I mean, I'll drink vodka bourbon until it's coming out my ears. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I will. And, um, so we start and they're filling, you know, on the third glass of wine. I, I remember looking at my wife and I literally slurred and said, Hey, it's this all the time. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Like I was so bombed off of wine compared to drinking like bourbon. Yeah. Like I can drink bourbon all night. Most of the time. Yeah. All night long. Like, just keep going. Yeah. No problem. Bourbon after bourbon. Wine, man. Ooh. I know. It's a whole different thing. It's like a meal. Mm. Yeah. It can't be. And when you're eating at those rest, those kinds of restaurants, the, the, the courses are very tiny. Yes. So it's not That's like right. you're absorb. having yeah. like a big steak and two glasses of wine. You're having like a quail egg and <laughs> yeah. two glasses of wine. <laughs> One hush puppy. Right. You're having some fun. You're loving the hush puppy. I'm stuck on the hush puppy. No, I'm really craving some. No. I'm just, you know, repeating the hush puppy thing. (laughs) Because I think it would be such a weird request for a wedding. I'm going to let you know when I get my first hush puppy request. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if it happened? Like, this, the first time it has, y'all have hush puppies? (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) call. 
<laughs> pretend I'm somebody else. Yes, yeah, this is Arthur Van Merton. Yeah, we want to have a wedding at the spring home. Yes. hoping you have hush puppies. My wife's very particular yeah, yeah. about a hush puppy. So they'll have to <laughs> be. We're going to need a Dijon with that. How much do you hush the puppies before yes. you <laughs> put them in the deep fryer? What type? Are we talking Labrador? Can we put some no. co- <laughs> Can we put cohogs in the hush puppies? What do you mean you don't use real puppies? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm this over thing's it. going horribly off the road. Yeah. That's what happens when you introduce wine and caffeine. And this is what happens when you hang out with people from the spring house that work. It's yeah. true. That is you. true. I'm really well, enjoying honest, this. I am too. <laughs> Honestly, though, one of the funnest bunches, too, uh, of, of people, I think, in employees and the crew that's up there. Some have been there for quite a long time. Others, you know, again, with the block island thing, they come in and out seasonally. But uh, consistently, it's just like... And this is one of the things I love about the spring house and, and a testament to what the DBSs have done up there is that you can go up there and feel like you're, if you want to be in the great Gatsby, you're, you're in the great Gatsby. If you want to go up there and feel like, like you're at your family hole in the wall restaurant, you feel that way too. It's that welcoming family vibe up there that, you know, just seals the deal for me. That's so sweet. And I you're a huge that. part of it now. Oh, yeah. thank yeah. you. No, it's always been, um, you know, from serving and all these different positions I have had too. Like we all live there, work there. It becomes a family. They used to actually other places used to mock us when we would come down into town to go what? to the bars. Here comes the Springhouse crew. You know, like Those travel assholes. in packs. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, what do you do? You you know, we're all getting ready in the same place and going yeah. at the same time. So we kind of roll. When in you're place. a group of people yeah, that are do. better than everybody else, you just hang out together. I mean, that's what yeah. You know, that's, that's what I. But not true. no. That's, that's, not true. <laughs> that's a good point too. Is that different crews around the island in terms of like where you work? Because as you said, a lot of your social nightlife after work revolves around the people you work with. You're all getting ready, and you're like, okay, meet you there, meet you there. Hop in my car. I'll hop in your car. Let's go. You know, let's take this, and um from working at Nick's and you can attest yeah. to this rich, like different Island businesses and their crews roll in with a different vibe. Like, you know, you <laughs> oh, always yeah. know like when this cruise roll, that roll, you're like, Oh, Hey, look out. This cruise rolling in heavy night. So-and-so's birthday, you know, it's like, <laughs> and you always out. knew, but yeah, spring house always brought the positivity Aww. and like just smiles and laughs. I, you so know, glad. And I learned the crews working the door at Nick's because I was getting too old. I didn't know everybody, you know, it was not like when I had my restaurant and we had our crew and everything. And um, it was kind of neat. Yeah. So you'd learn who was who was part of the Springhouse crew. And I always love seeing, you know, the different crews rolling. But like you said, different vibe. Different vibe. Classy. Classy like with the Springhouse kids. Yeah, kind of. That's good. To so I, I, I got another <laughs> I got another question and we don't want to offend anybody. But Ooh. do you have the people that. So first off. I feel that after this conversation, I've realized that you're like a liaison to granting the dream wedding. Like you're the Ooh, you're the you're the face that, that makes that title. happen. Well, yeah, that, that's <laughs> grand liaison granter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the you know that's why you remember these people. I mean, and they remember you because it's their special day and Springhouse all the more special than ever. But um, where was I going? Oh, do people? Do the majority of people come in understanding what kind of money they're talking about? Or do you have a lot of sticker shock people that turn tail and, and go? Like, is it 50-50? Is it by now everyone knows if you're talking about a spring house wedding, you're going to shell out some bucks. At obviously. least like seven or eight grand probably for a wedding there. Like seven, $8,000 for a wedding at the spring Did house. Did you say 78? <laughs> no, seven, seven, eight. seven or eight, seven, eight, yeah. maybe nine. You, dude, I'm, I bet you a uh, spring house wedding is close to 10 grand these days. Um, we are approaching that number. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you people daft? 
for the raw bar. <laughs> oh, I was just talking about the raw bar. That's how much, yeah. I, that's how much I charge for officiating the ceremony. Yeah. You know? right. I think I mean, there's a lot, yeah, a lot of inquiries kind of fall off, but it's usually people who aren't familiar with the island and all of that. So I think we really get a ton of couples like who know the island and know the spring house. And like, she's like, I've always, you know, driven by ceremonies in the front lawn and I've always wanted that. And do you, do you get people that have attended a wedding there and they decided this is where we're getting married or the bride? I definitely had some people reach out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my, you know, I went to my cousin's wedding there and all of that. Yeah. So, um, and then some like family, um, you know, traditions. I think we had someone this past May who her aunt had gotten married at the spring house and, and maybe someone else in her family as well. So kind of like a tradition, which is great. But um, I think just in general, now after planning my own wedding, there's just sticker shock regardless. Yep. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just all insane. Um, but did you get married at the spring house? I didn't. I got married on the mainland, <laughs> yeah. not even on Block Island, Um, just because of being so busy and yeah. You know, the season when things are open. So we had to go off island. But um, it's all just crazy expensive. Um, but I think people, a lot of people have the expectations set with just a block island wedding. Even though it's close by, it's still destination. Your guests are going to need a hotel room and stay the weekend and all of that. So um, the people who end up booking, I think, completely understand that. Right. Yeah. I don't think you have too many disappointed customers, though, at no. the end of the day. No, like, and knock on wood. I like, mean, it's money well spent. Yes. Like, yeah. The experience day. And, you know, I can speak for myself now, too. Like, it really just is the best day. You're surrounded by all the people who love you and support you. And it's just like you're ri- riding on cloud nine. Does your anxiety spike? Do you have anxiety about a big wedding or at this point? Or are you better at? I, I don't mean anxiety. Like, I'm not trying to. I know that. Whenever there was an event going on, I would get a little bit antsy before. I shouldn't say anxious, but, you know, here it comes. All right. The show must go on. The curtain's going to open and we're going to, you know, we're going to pull this off. Yes. Does that still, do you still reach that level? And then once it starts flowing, I did find a half hour in, I knew if it was going well. Like you almost know right away, probably DJing too, right? A million percent. Yeah. You know, about a half hour in, you're like, this is going good. We're going to be just fine. Mine's a little later. It's dinner service is my, that's like the highest anxiety point. Um, And it always, you know, knock on wood goes great, but it's just like, all right, nobody drop a tray. Nobody, you know, we're serving dinner to 180 people at once or whatever. So we really don't do more than around that number. So it's nothing huge, huge, but it's a lot of dinners to account for at one time and all of those logistics. So once dinner is served, I'm like, cool. Talk talk about a flat seating. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) 180 at once. Yeah, exactly. But, um, do you, ever, do you ever throw too. Brian under the bus? Be like, sorry, my husband's a chef. Like, yeah. he's just, he's yeah. back there. Oh, now he's, you tell I don't us. know what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now you tell yeah, Save that no. one in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is he a jerk. Um, <laughs> so, I have to go home to it. If I may, speaking of going home, uh, again, we are, this uh, interview is being recorded uh, February 24th, 2023. Wow. It has, uh, I'm supposed to be on the two o'clock flight. However, it started. Uh, snowing out and since snowing. we're overlooking the airport my phone just rang and it was the bi airport i'm assuming they're gonna tell me the flight's canceled so oh uh, you want to sleep over go sure to the barn? oh my god i was just literally <laughs> thinking that when the th- i'm like well i guess i get to go to the barn tonight <laughs> yeah i may literally be stuck here so uh, i was looking see. at the radar we might have a patch Oh, yeah? No, nobody wants you out of here more than I do. Part of me is kind of hoping <laughs> i get stuck here now because i, I kind of well, want to go to the barn i have connections to make it go either way Really? Yeah, you say I want to be stuck, or huh? You could be like, surprise me. All right, enough about us and your flight. I know. Sorry, <laughs> we're gonna make it. <laughs> I just figured I'd let you know. 
<laughs> oh, I've had such a good How time. How much wine's left? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No should, we, should we get? We've got like 30 more minutes in the bottle, I'd say. It's, uh, we have plenty. We have all the time in the world. Oh. And we can keep talking if you want to keep talking. I don't care. Let's keep talking. I'm not going anywhere. All right. You're up. What do you got? I can interject. Please. Like. Oh, please. You know, we didn't even ask you. Is there anything you want to talk well, about? Well, you know, I was thinking about weddings and what stories I have, and I can't really be specific with people, but we just in general, things that have kind of happened, wedding days at Springhouse, we've oh, had yeah. some, you know, you just said the show must go on, and that really, really comes down. Um, one example we had this past July, a few earlier, probably like 11 a.m. that day, lost power in the whole hotel, Ooh. just done island-wide or just the hotel just the hotel oh um and basically another reason i just love working for the dbas is i was i was just standing there folding napkins as the power went out and i just kind of looked around i'm like okay and just continued folding napkins it ended up being a whole they chartered a helicopter with tristan Payne, flew over to the mainland to pick up our electrician and whatever supplies they needed flew back and we got all the power on like an hour before that the wedding guests were supposed to arrive. Wow. Oh man. And so there's days like that that but even you brought up the anxiety. I was still just kind of like, all right, this will this will work out. And, yeah. and it did. So, yeah. you know, there's all these different we have to deal with the weather a lot too. Right. That, yeah, that was a question I had. Now you you've but you've got pretty good facilities to move in or out if needed. Obviously yes. the dream is to be outside. Right. For That's almost every plan when they book and everything. But we're so lucky with the indoor spaces um, we had a hurricane this past October where we had a wedding and ferries were canceled after the morning. Um, but everything was still able to go on. They were a few guests short, of course, but, um, but they still had the best time. And then you have such a story to kind of tell too. And not much from the day changes, you know, depending how you look at it, the ceremony moved inside, um, and dinner moved inside. But, you know, when it comes down to the, your wedding day, like, that's fine. You, know, it you make it sound so casual. Oh, we just moved it inside, <laughs> you know, but I mean, there's a lot. I've been there when that has had to happen. And there's a lot that you have to do as a coordinator and because you have to disseminate information to your staff and be like, we have to move all these tables out of the way for now so that we can set this up and then we'll break it down then. And so it's a, it's not quite that. It's a lot of work. It I is a lot of work. And it's honestly worse when the weather's kind of in between. Oh, I was just oh, going to say. Right, right. So that like, was always the nightmare. Do we set it up outside? Do we not? And then it always changes last minute where it's yeah. like, just move everything you just did. Um, we yeah. call it the Springhouse Gym. We're all moving <laughs> tables. Come by any Saturday. You'll see us all with yeah. iron tables on top of our heads. and um, Springhouse CrossFit. Sp yes, exactly. Yeah. So that it's was, a lot of furniture. That moving. was always the worst when you would think it was a night ending rain or something and you would close the outside section and send home your servers. And all of a sudden, you got to line out the door, and it's gorgeous and sunny and warm out again. And you're like, "Why?" Did I? I learned over time. Don't send any, nobody goes home. Yeah. Yep. You know, nobody goes home until it's absolutely, you know, because you you can. I mean, it's like so. I I never even thought of that. Like the whole in between the setup. Right. Like if it's gonna rain, just let it rain. Right. Or you, right. <laughs> I just want to know. Please that it's just rain. rain. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna um, because if you're gonna move it inside, the last thing you want is 20 minutes before the ceremony starts to have a gorgeous sun come up and the rainbow comes out, and you're right. like. 
All yeah. hands on deck. Move these Can 200 the, chairs. I'm going to blame this on my husband, the chef. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he yeah. said we should be inside. Yeah, it was yeah. Idea. Exactly. <laughs> he uh, said that the bacon wrapped scallops prefer, you know. <laughs> they stay the, warmer they stay longer <laughs> right. as Indoors. a pasta d'oeuvre inside. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What is your, ex- do you guys have an exact rain game plan? Like where it's like, okay, if this happens, ceremony goes to the back patio, this goes here, that goes there. Or is it like a movable kind of thing? You figure Yeah. So like plan A, ceremony outside, all of that. But plan B, ceremony on the patio. We do have the flaps that roll down. So if it's raining, we can still do it there. Right. But if it's a H word, hurricane, right. can't even use the patio. So, um, but like what we did in October, we moved it inside and they got married right in front of the fireplace and had all these candles. Like it was beautiful and yeah. intimate. So even plan C, you know. Works out great, yeah. but and you can't really go wrong. I mean, the spring house is yeah. gorgeous inside out. It's like good. The stairs in that lobby are just incredible. You know, it just everything about it. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It is, and you must have a cutoff time. You must have be like the decision on those iffy days. You got to be like, well, the wedding's at five. It's three forty-five is our cutoff. Like we're commit. We're going to commit now to be either in or out. Yeah, so, and whatever happens after that happens. And yeah, somewhere. I try to. That's back to the kind of like. Oh, you know, maybe being more firm. And let's face the reality of the faking it. So in other words, you have your ceremony. If the sun comes out, go back outside and line up and take some pictures. You know what I mean? That's really what you've got is the pictures. Yes. I mean, you're going to have that husband for the rest of your life. (laughs) We we hope. Um, You know, and people can start to migrate back outside again, you know? So it's not like the end of the world if you have it in. It's more the opposite is the problem. You lock into doing it outside because you're convinced it's not going to rain and all of a sudden it starts blowing you know, a gale and two Magnum BIs, um, then, you know, <laughs> then you're going to inside yeah, joke. I know. <laughs> you get it now. Very um, yeah. but you know, then you're in trouble because now you've got right. it all out there and all of a sudden, you know, so yeah. I guess. So. And you know, from what you just said, not the uh, yeah, first yeah. thing, but the, the <laughs> second thing, the first thing, uh, was that, uh, you know, you just said something like, this is the person you're going to be married to the rest for the rest of your life. Now, We've talked about the people that come back and you're like, oh, those those couple that I met and you see them. It's like, and then you ever bump into the like the 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 lone bride or groom and you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Where's where's uh, you know, where's Ken? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, that didn't work out. Does that ever? I haven't had that yet. Okay, but I'm so cautious, even with like posting old photos on like social media or something. Right. I mean, I try not to post old ones, but there was like one circumstance I did once, and I just did some research first. I'm like, let me. Just make sure they've Very posted smart. together recently. You know, it's just, wow! Look at you, do delegated reporting. Because like imagine if I posted and then that's no, not your fault. And maybe they wouldn't even say anything, but it's hurtful. And I was like, Tanya, we remember. I remember you. You you put together my second wedding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can I just say though, that's the level now to any potential folks that are thinking about getting married at the spring house, housed house uh that's just the wine talking (laughs) i'm gonna limp across the finish line um uh, (laughs) oh boy um so have you ever had that situation where um you know uh, sorry i'm gonna edit this out later i actually have a real question here um he might forget that if you are if you are thinking about getting married at the spring house First of all, understand that you're going to get hammered because Tanya's going to get you drunk. (laughs) Second of all, um, the fact that you took the time to do that due diligence and you think about those kinds of things, like before you make a social media post, you're going to think about that and be like, wait, 
oh, let me go do some research and make sure this is that's the level and attent of of attention to detail that you, Tanya, provide Aww. when you're you know. So brides, grooms, don't listen to me. But <laughs> I'm just saying you could do worse than to get married at the Springhouse. Yeah, because Thank that's you. Tanya's going to think about all those tiny things that we don't think about i would never think about even though it's an old wedding she doesn't want to insult anybody (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know yeah yeah and she brings wine to stuff we had a listener comment on his wedding at the spring house you mark dj and they talked about the Oh, Heineken yeah. bottle dance or yes, something? Yes, yes, yes. I put up pictures. So I have pictures. Oh, of yeah. fun. Yeah. Some dude who, like, one of the groomsmen, like, did a dance. You know, like how people put, like, a beer bottle in the middle of the dance and dance around it? They have yes. This, this guy went, like, Rickman, like, off the scale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, he's a good he's recently? a good fan, and we got pictures. It was a while back. Oh. It was like it was yeah. a while back, but he sent us pictures last year. So and oh, they were awesome. awesome. I yeah, remember yeah. them. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It's always so fun. And I, you know, I don't know if I should say that, but, uh, you know, weddings on Block Island, like you're not driving home. You're not all right. of the, like, it's just people go all out and have a ton yeah. of fun. Yep, I'm sleeping right there and you yeah. point up to the second exactly. floor. Exactly. So you're yeah. leaving you it all li- on the dance floor. <laughs> and you actually end up sleeping behind the bushes out by right. yes. employee housing. Yeah. Exactly. Unless you're the speaking, butterscotch, speaking in which case you've been sleeping since <laughs> co- yeah. the end of yeah. cocktail hour. <laughs> Pre- um, prenuptials <laughs> passed out prenuptial <laughs> butterscotch. butterscotch i'm gonna try to become the butterscotch no don't no no, no you don't want to you don't want to be the butterscotch rookies man Let, let's face it weddings bring out rookie drinkers they really do yes. they really do yep. you got mm-hmm. those people that never drink but they think it's a wedding i gotta get into it i'm going for it it's yeah. my first time on an island i'm gonna figure yep. out i'm gonna try and drink an entire bottle of tequila although i've never mm-hmm. drank tequila in my life right. ever before yeah and what could go wrong room, but what? i'll figure it out right <laughs> we'll just figure it out and they do somehow yeah so they sleep Most somewhere of the time. they do what could go wrong right well that's the thing and even getting back to like the bad weather scenario i found in my time djing weddings that there was like this certain personality type that nothing phased them they don't even care. The weather, hurricane, whatever, mm-hmm. we're here. Let's do it. Let's have a great time. And those weddings are even like even more fun than almost, almost more fun than if it went off the way it was supposed yes. to be. Yeah. Right? I think so. Have you ever, I've I had a couple like that that were like super cool. Definitely. Well, I'm going to interject that I think that goes to show you how much the person makes a difference in how their affair goes off regardless. Yeah. Like you can have the best weather ever. The food could be perfect with a slight little mistake here or there whatever the teeniest thing and they're a nightmare and they're you could just tell like you're right. gonna be it's miserable like that's anyway what you're focusing on yeah this should be it's a like joyous then, day. then you have a person who say well along with the weather the the prime rib didn't arrive or whatever the, the we don't have the shrimp for the stuffed shrimp so we're gonna be doing baked stuff flounder and sure whatever go with it you know and they, yeah. they end up having the, the better time than the person who got the perfect weather but is a just doesn't it's like are you getting married because are you getting married so you can put it on instagram or are you getting married because you love the person that you're getting married to or because she's pregnant (laughs) (laughs) which is you know hey yeah look it happens yeah yeah it does it's all right it's okay yeah people get pregnant so i've been pregnant before yeah pregnant Mm -hmm. with a pause pregnant with a a pregnant pause i'm not even sure i understand that you just did one english teacher watch ready yeah that's a pregnant pause. That felt pregnant. Oh, it is? Yeah. Is that an actual thing? Yeah, it just goes on a little I longer. I talk so much than... that I would never have one. <laughs> See? It takes a lot of self-restraint to make a pregnant pause happen properly. I'm going to try it right now. 
And there it was. <laughs> See? How'd I do? Great work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> well, again, the planes still aren't running. I'm not going anywhere. No. Good God. You might be in trouble. We can live with it. All right. I've slept with you before. How about you, Tanya? Well, yeah, at the door, front door, next when all those. Yeah. That one time all those kids got Not in. with you, but. Yeah. Yeah. In in conjunction with. At yeah. the same, concurrently with. We have shared. We're sleeping on the same nap. island. Yeah, on the same island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. <laughs> That's what happens when the planes don't run. That's what happens when it starts snowing. There's no time limits. I'm loving the snow. It snowed Christmas Eve, and I wasn't on the island. This is the only snow I've seen on the uh, on the island this season. Really? Yes. I hate snow. You do? I do. Why? Can't help. I don't know. It looks so pretty. Yeah, but it's not. I don't know. It's It's inconvenient. Well, this snow is not bad, but. Snow, this, snow, I don't like. Slows nah, everything down. This isn't snow. This is more of like a... It's like a white frozen mist. fog. Yeah. Frozen yeah. fog. It's a frozen fog. It's kind of like a frozen mist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's not sticking, even though it's 21 degrees out. Not really. Hmm. Oh, well. Hmm. So, Tanya, what do you think of your first podcast experience so far? You, were, it. you did so say you were quickly. nervous coming in. Yes, very nervous. Are we better now? Yeah, I feel oh, much good. better. Yeah. And it wasn't even the wine. Well, we're only in, we're only four hours in at yeah. this point, so yeah. you know, I mean, we still have some time to. <laughs> I don't want to mess is anything it, up. Is, is that bottle almost empty? Yeah. <laughs> Rich is like, to take a bathroom break. Oh my god, we can wrap it up. Should we wrap? It? Yeah, it's time. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. So let's just. Should we do a lightning round? I think we should. Okay. You down for a lightning round, Tanya? Absolutely. All okay, right. we got time. Despite the fact that there's probably enough wine from the 30 minutes, but let's yeah. see. So I, I can drink. Like I can drink faster. Looks like it's clearing out there. No, just <laughs> I can turn thirty minutes into fifteen minutes. Real All quick. right. So lightning round, really simple, stupid questions, nothing important. You just first thing that pops into your mind. Okay. All right. Ready. What's your favorite month? September. If you could be transformed into one animal, which one would you choose? A dog, my dog, your dog, particularly. <laughs> it's gonna, yes, it's going to ruin a question later. <laughs> Would you rather have your own theme park or your own zoo? Ooh, zoo. Okay. Would you? Uh, would your twelve-year-old self think you were cool? No. Hmm. <laughs> Definitely not. We do. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is a no-brainer now. Cats or dogs? Oh, big dog lady. Okay. Yes. Would you rather be able to move things with your mind, or would you rather have the ability to read people's minds? Read minds. Hmm. Read minds. Which would probably lead to some issues, but. Would you rather <laughs> eat hush puppies three times a week just to be able to have scallops and bacon once in a while, or never have scallops and bacon again for the rest of your life? I love hush puppies and scallops and bacon. Oh! So. Would you ever, I have another, we're making these up at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever consider the Springhouse doing a raw bar of nothing but scallops and bacon so we don't have to wow. wait for the servers to come around and pass them out and you can just, you keep replenishing the scallops and Absolutely, bacon? Absolutely, just a don't, big platter of scallops and bacon. Don't forget, it's easy to turn a no into a yes. Ooh. <laughs> right. Let me think about yeah, this. Yeah, no Very mark. Good. I'll get back no to mark. you. Credible. Yeah, it doesn't well sound like it'll work. Well done. Let me look well played. Into it. Well played. <laughs> well, um, well played. Shall we wrap it up? What do you think? I think that'd be. A great I'm idea. ready to wrap it up. So, you yeah. listeners out there, of course, reach out to us anytime. Questions, concerns. As I've always said, we don't care. Um, but you can reach us at our email as two guys on bi at gmail.com. 
And you can follow us on all of the social media uh, where I'm sure you'll be seeing naked pictures of me in about four hours after I finish my (laughs) third bottle of wine. And uh, whatever you do, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform it is you listen to. And uh, most importantly, just tell your friends because that's how word gets around and uh, we spread the love about Block Island. Yeah, we sure do appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate we you listening. And we appreciate you, Tanya. Thank you so we much for you sharing your fun stories with us. I'm honored to be this here. Was great. Thank you. It was so fun. So glad you did it. I both appreciate Tanya and blame Tanya <laughs> for. The for, situation you're in, yeah, yeah. You're welcome, Block Island. You're I stuck with me tonight. Lot. It's, it's yeah. the starter, yeah, yeah. She all, just, right. all she did was light the fuse. I know. Yeah, it's funny. That's all it takes. How that's all it takes. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again, Tanya. Thanks, Tanya. thanks, thanks listeners. So much. Okay, we'll talk next time. Rich, see you next week. See you next week. Hey, Rich. Yeah. <clears throat> Can you do me a favor? What's that? Can you drive me into town? No. Well, I mean. Can I turn that Let into a Let me think for yet? a minute. Yeah, I'm, all right. Yeah. Yes, I can drive you into town. Okay, sweet. Just start with a no. Cool. I got to go to the BIG. Okay. Do they have scallops there? Um, whatever. Do sure. Do they have bacon? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Do they have baby oil? No, but I have some in my car. All right, cool. Let's get in <laughs> Let's go. Oh, and one last thing. Whether you're a local or just visiting Block Island, pick up a copy of the Block Island Guide. Published annually for the last 35 years, it features 120 pages full of killer photos and all the details you need to know. Most importantly, it's fun to read. What shall we do with the sailor? What shall we do with the sailor? What shall we do with the sailor?